Uh, good afternoon. P please don't vacate the premises based on whatever my opening is. My opening is. It doesn't matter how you open, and it doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter how you close. That's what Emily Dickinson said. Um, as long as she's the one that killed herself. Emily Dickinson, the author. She's like, well, I'm I'm influential. I'm a real author, obviously, and like she would hold that over people probably when she walked into rooms and stuff like. Like, she's like, I'm so artistic, I'm on the brink of death all the time, like, so you better not cross me or I might kill myself at your expense, uh, is probably how violent and dramatic her life was, that she's that artistic, that she had that much influence through the things that she wrote. She's like, well, I don't, she's like, I end this how I want to, I end it on my terms, I create on my terms, I influence through, through my own terms, I influence through my terms, and so on my terms, the same way through which I influence, I die if I, if need be. So uh, Emily Dickinson was ahead of her time. I mean, not that it's not, it's not going to become a fad or anything to do what she did in terms of how she uh, ended it all. But I digress. But this isn't a, this is a kind of line of conversation that I would easily strike out of what I recorded if I just allowed myself to strike things out flippantly because, because it's a harsher topic. People can't really talk about suicide. And I was just watching a Louis C.K. clip where it, from his comedy special where he was talking about how you can't talk about suicide, and uh, which is kind of a disservice to all of us as humans when when it's not like it's it's not like it's a topic that nobody has infringed on in their lives. It's kind of the point that he was making. It's not like it's 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 weird that we would stigmatize it. We've put it in the background enough and really just it becomes more of a problem as a result because there isn't allowed to be any sort of open conversation about suicide. Um, and so you can't really joke about it like, oh, don't joke about suicide. There's so many things you can't joke about. Um, and you got to respect Drake when Drake makes songs and shit like that. And you're, like that's one of the biggest problems in society. Um, really, is that's something that I was going to talk about. There's a, there's a couple of things I was going to start by talking about. I don't really remember what they were. Um, but I wanted to say that if I watch a song, I watch like a Travis Scott music video, and then I let YouTube run after that. YouTube will just start playing other music videos. They always start playing Drake, even though I've never, even if you've never listened to Drake before, even if you never seek him out or anything, they just start playing Drake music videos. And so as a result of that, I would say that. Um... Drake isn't to be trusted. You can't trust somebody who is that good with that on such good terms with YouTube that uh, like YouTube looks at Drake that favorably. I mean, it's just because of his popularity probably rather than it's some sort of conspiracy, but it's just like the, well, I guess the media complex looks on Drake favorably, like the, like big tech enough. They're like, oh, he's a popular guy, but he's also like, I'm just tired of Drake, really, and his presence in our lives, because obviously the stereotype about him is that he doesn't write any of his own songs, and that's finally coming back to bite him, because a lot of people are in denial about that, or like still recognize him to be a true artist, even though he doesn't write any of his songs, and I guess that wouldn't, you don't even know the extent to which that's true, but I think it's true he has like a ghostwriter for most of his songs, it's not like it was that way forever, he probably started off writing his own things, his own music and so like it's not like you can blame him for everything it's not like he's a total sham but he's also like he's also uh, quintessentially fake i would say he's a very fake person he's one of the fakest people in pop culture 
is kind of the point, but that's actually his act is how fake he is and his last name. It also rhymes with with fake. Uh, Drake does, and it, if you just look at the way he acts in the 2019. NBA Finals and NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, when he's uh, being a fan of the Raptors, he kind of tries to make it all about himself, but all about his swag and the way that he views the Raptors. He's trying to make it all his story that he's connected with the Raptors, like basically as if it's as if the Raptors can't just uh, take all the glory for themselves. Drake has to take part in the glory because he's so Toronto or something like that. But he's so fake that he's going to be able to speak on behalf of an entire city or really an entire country through like what through him making popular music but that's you that's you aiming to be popular and saying that you're popular if you're better at maintaining that identity then you will be a great pop artist and put out whatever song is popular whenever you want but it's kind of it's lame that he has ghostwriters but that's part of his act it's like he doesn't even write his own shit he's just fake he's he's fake in every instance any interview you see he's a very fake person but so fake that it's true like who who else is able to be fake enough that he that they put out number one songs for like 15 years in a row everything he makes is a hit uh but it's kind of like at the point that we see his true character through the nba finals we're at, we're able to accurately ridicule him on twitter through the way he acted in the nba finals because it was finally it was it was finally met, put out in the open for us how fake he is just because he couldn't he's undeniably fake in the way that he talked about the toronto raptors uh to the point that everybody made fun of him on on twitter and so like that's the point at which his career is basically over because mainstream society finally recognized the extent of his fakeness or uh like what gives him his celebrity or whatever and and so uh, you you don't want your act to die, and you can in a in a world that's so given over to celebrity, then Drake thrives. But in like the I mean whatever it's 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 whatever it's it's fine that he thrives. I'm just not a fan. I wish he would go away. Stop recommending Drake to me uh, when I don't and never like him. Never liked him. I don't because because he has a limit. That's why I don't like it because there is a point at which you recognize how fake he is ultimately because that only holds up for so long the things that he's doing. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's like I try to limit the volume coming out of my voice, and then it then it makes it so that I'm filtering myself through like a lower volume filter as I'm talking rather than that my. Rather than that my my regular voice can come through, but that's because I'm worried about the sensitivity of my microphone and shit like that. But you know what is terrible record what is terrible radio is just me talking about the fucking recording process. And um you don't need to beat yourself up over it though. Nobody nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. You talk about the recording process. <laughs> I mean, I'm just always in the business of looking for what ways do I turn people off. I'm like, oh, you know what? In that episode, it's like in that episode I did, I talked about the recording process so much and people people got tired of me and they stopped listening. They're like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, what is, the, I'm always thinking of what is the thing I do that everybody's like, oh, fuck this guy. I can't believe he, he does that or he thinks that. He's full of, he's full of shit. Like you listen to my whole podcast and then all of a sudden one day there's one thing I say. Uh, and then that then you're like oh fuck this guy he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about you listen to my whole podcast as if but that's like an irrational i'm explaining life to myself irrationally as if people leave you instantly just for one mistake you made which isn't true because people like a rate of production people like what you put out all the time and uh, or they don't 
And so you might be, you might have kids or something and then have a kid that you don't like. And it's just like, because in real life, in reality, if you're speaking of people practically in, in their relationships with each other, people uh, are the same. Like a person is the same. They put out the same pattern continually because they're just like a rate or a pattern in life where they're kind of putting out the same characteristics because they can't help who they are like people are because uh there's people are who they are already and so if you have a kid um that isn't like you which is like you have a kid that you don't like um i don't know what that's i don't know why you would do that i don't know why you'd go into that like i would not i would be worried about having kids i don't know that i'd ever want them because if you have a kid that you don't like then you have to be around them all the time and you have to be like oh i love this kid what if you don't like them? I don't. I don't think it's easy to like because then you have to. Because if you don't like them, then you gotta you gotta put on some other kind of show or chalk it up to some other identity that you're all living under. Like oh, we're a fan because you're like oh, we're a family, and then that uh, it's love. Like we're a family, and that goes over all of our differences, so that you super so that you even out the f- differences across the family because you're our family is equal family love but that's just like I- identifying is equating uh, in a sense like if because identity literally translates to sameness it it's uh it's a sameness or a group in in my opinion identity is like every possible group that you could consider basically like any group but a group is just one thing so it's kind of like saying anything that one could be could be the capacity for one or like any uh, because any number, like three, four, five, or seven, or uh, three hundred nine, any number, any number that you consider, you can also consider that to be a group. So it's like every number is also a one, yet is differentiated, even though every number, even though one is equal to one in every instance. Like three hundred nine is a one, the same way that fourteen is a one. When you consider like a group of fourteen is the same as a group of three hundred nine. But it's like when you classify them under a definition, what you do is make all the three hundred nine the same, so that it's it's just one group or one definition. Because every single number is just a name, and when you understand that they're all names, they're all just a different definition. But a definition is equal to one thing. So I'm just saying, as I've argued continuously, there is also there is also the sense that numbers are all this. Each each number is the same it's just if you don't look at them in terms of value you look at them in terms of other properties that they have like uh like rarification like rare ordinariness to uniqueness in terms of numbers because it's like a one occurs the most frequently and so that gives it the least i mean you can just describe them in different you can describe them in different ways because a number is a lot of things. It's very abstract. You wouldn't get to, it'd be difficult to get to the basis of what a number is, like where you're able to outline every single property of what a number is. Um, but uh, so, so like if I limit, if I, if it's like I send my voice through a filter where it limits the volume, then it's, then I don't feel like I'm being the most genuine possible, but I just do that to correct for if the microphone is too sensitive. And, uh, there's, there's a lot of popular singers that send their voice through a filter as they're singing, because in order to be popular, like Taylor Swift, um, Taylor Swift, the way that she sings, like she's good at being popular because she knows how to mimic popular, popular sounds. But sometimes that means uh, that you have to sell out on what your voice would normally do for a given line or set of sounds. You have to sell out on what your voice would naturally produce. So you can send it through a filter that you know that other people like, because that's like, you know how to mimic a popular sound or a sound that's going to appeal to everybody. 
and uh, like Taylor Swift has made her career on be- on being able to send her voice through the correct filters as she's singing, like the way that she sings uh, "Ball Gown" in the song "Love Story." Just imagine that, it like she draws that out, but she's kind of closing her mouth so that the entire sound of it doesn't come out because there's because there's something that people like about it, but it meets the culture where the culture is at at a given point in time, where the culture only at that point in time is going to really like that popular sound. And so uh, there's like like pop singers do that pretty much cons- consistently, constantly all the time. Um, and now, but it's a different conversation now that all the pop singers. Uh, use auto-tune like but not just auto-tune but that their entire significance or differentiation from other artists is just the uh, corkiness that they in their voice like trap music it's just kind of like the not the corkiness but just the the tonality that you choose for your voice box or for your auto-tune is like what differentiates you as an artist now so it's a completely different conversation than for like what madonna does to filter her voice versus what taylor swift does to filter her voice because now the filter is already uh the filter is already computerized for you so you don't have to do as much of the work and it's just kind of what computerization that you choose is what makes you a valuable artist so you being more popular is up to what computerizations you choose but it's still it's still a game still a competition the same way music is all popular music has always been it's always a competition who can who can have the most popular sounds so that you're so that you uh become the most popular the most likable or whatever i mean as long as you're in the game of making popular music but you might be somebody like tonic from the 90s and you don't give a fuck about making popular music but i mean probably to some extent but it's not the most important thing to them because tonic's music is just like oh like a album of their songs they're all kind of more low-key or like oh they just kind of wanted to make some rock music so that people could hear it so that the piece of art always stands like people can always go back to it like they're not really concerned with making a flash because you might be concerned with not making a flash in the pan like oh people at this very moment in time are gonna like this sound and so you're not trying to appeal to people just for a year and so then you're tonic and you're like well this is just our sound always we're not trying to do anything or like the gin blossoms or something but the gin blossoms are close on the spectrum towards popularity because they just because they tried to make more popular sounds because if you make uh, but you can do that not just through the way you're singing but also through the you can mimic what is a popular drum beat for the time period whatever the gin blossoms were more concerned with popularity than uh, tonic was and uh, really like secretively if you don't know much about it nirvana is actually it was actually concerned with being popular for the most part because the melodies and riffs that they all came up with were entirely popular obviously which is like you see the result of that it's just that their music was so new to people that it's like it guised itself as not trying to be popular which it basically was but if you're gonna be a legend or just live forever then you're really successful at making music that's completely popular where people don't even recognize where people also see that it was genuine and just something you were trying to you weren't trying so hard to make but it also ended up being really popular but if you're able to be a legend like that that speaks to your natural ability to have popularity as a characteristic because popularity just belongs to some people and so if you're Kurt Cobain you are already destined to be popular so that's why you're successful at making music that is both popular and uh, something you weren't trying to do because popular music is often just music that you're you're trying to make it that way 
you're you're manipulating it, uh, formu- formulating it a certain way for people to hear it, and so it's difficult to make music that is evidently popular, but is also like genuine, um, unless you're unless you're a naturally popular person. Like if you look at if you look at American Idol or watch it back, like you watch some old episodes of American Idol, don't ask me why I have done that, but it is but it is true that I have seen them just to recount exactly what that was to our society because I'm interested in I'm interested in that. But um, basically the people who won are already destined to be popular, but um, not that that show as a result, like when it's all said and done, not that they found a whole lot of talent really, but like Carrie Underwood is the most successful American Idol contestant ever, but that's because she was already, I would say she was already a pop idol. Like she was already a pop star based on who she was is why she's able to just walk right into it. She wins the competition, like gets the highest number of votes every single week and then sells more than any other American Idol winner. It's because she was already, she's already popular. Like she already appeals to tons of people because she just has an it factor that makes her a winner of like a pop star competition. Like that's, that's a character trait. I would say that's like a character trait. Um, but, uh, something else that I wanted to recognize about YouTube, you see, you see promos everywhere for this saved by the bell. Um, you, you, do you guys hear about this? Uh, what is it? The, where it's called the saved by the bell show. And it's all about, uh, youth and angst to some degree, but angst uh, as spoken through, uh, teen romance or in teen, um, what would you call that? It's just eighties. It's, what would you call that? Like eighties, eighties spunk. That's all that it is. It's like the spirit of the '80s, and then they're like, but all the all the cable networks like ABC, NBC, CBS, are they love to try to capture the spirit of the '80s through some of their shitty comedy programming of the last few years, like the Goldbergs and and whatever else, like um, whatever shows have characters that grew up in the '80s that they emphasize the '80s. But mainstream media likes to emphasize the '80s because that's a that's a time period that they're willing to say that they have authority over as part of their identity because the mainstream media's identity basically extends to the 80s like that's acceptable to say that shit that happened in the 80s is still related to CNN because that's the last time that's basically the last time that the CNNs of the world understood to a great enough degree that they would be able to accurately have authority over it to speak on what happened in the 80s and so they try to sell people on those identities so they run shows like the Goldbergs to promote the 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 80s to promote the 80s but there is this revamped saved by the bell which is all about 80s spunk so they're like so mainstream media is totally on board with it you see promotional it's just like it's just at the point nowadays that um when something is promoted everywhere by these mainstream media networks or on where you see ads for it on youtube through big tech which is just in the same boat as like cnn's and all like they still want to promote the same narrations as msnbc does youtube and uh, google and twitter like when you see promotionals for it everywhere on all these mainstream networks you just know that it's gotten their seal of approval and you're like oh that's bullshit that's the point that it's at now is that there's these pet projects that the mainstream media likes and then you see promotional for them everywhere and like jimmy fallon and late night is in with it late night is in with the mainstream media narrations because they promote all the same shit that mainstream media has given its seal of approval like uh, like and Saved by the Bell is one of them because you see Jimmy Fallon is covering it or talking to one of the stars from it or one of the pe- stars from the past Saved by the Bell to promote Saved by the Bell because they're like, oh, this is like 
this is a save by save by the bell phenomenon in America right now at this time period. Like the same way that the mainstream media used to, when they had more influence, tell you that these specific phenomenons were carrying out in America because these movies were playing, and so then it spread to the corporations like McDonald's because if it was a phenomenon for the couple weeks where the movie was coming out, it became like it was in your Happy Meals too. Like it's like the they. I mean, America used to the media complex used to have more influence and therefore was more well connected. And its ability to uh, and its ability to have the phenomenon permeate every part of the corporations and like like everything, so that it was a cultural thing because they used to have more influence over American culture that they'd be able to distribute a phenomenon like that. But uh, nowadays, nowadays you just see right through the phenomenon that they're trying to create. They're trying to force this save by the save by the bell phenomenon on you, and it's like really obvious to see. And uh, it's it's really a shame because I think something because Jimmy Fallon doesn't want to give up his career. He doesn't want he doesn't want to have to go independent that he's like, oh, this is just my own YouTube channel now, because that's like basically late night just has to compete with every other YouTube creator because they they pretty much only exist on YouTube. And so if you were really talented, you could just go off of you could be like, oh, like if you're Jimmy Fallon, you're like, oh, I don't deal with NBC so much anymore. Obviously, you're not going to because he's so identified with them. He's so involved now and it's it's uh it's the tonight show so of course you want to maintain that lifestyle as long as you can but like at some point nbc is like you have to talk about politics more jimmy fallon and like in uh, in the last couple weeks you see jimmy fallon putting out more political material where he's just shitting on trump even though it's like long after the fact even though traditionally he likes to hold to not making things political more so than like jimmy kimmel or stephen colbert automatically make it political but jimmy fallon tries to avoid that but in the last couple weeks you see that uh the he started to sell his soul more to nbc because he's just he's throwing out oh trump is shitty material which is like after the fact because he's already not elected president but if you're a republican president and you lose the presidency you can still be made fun of for like the next three years you can still be they can still talk shit about you once you're not president anymore because that's what happened with george bush but it's not gonna happen with a blue like uh it's not gonna happen with obama or a blue president because when obama's not president anymore then everybody knows it's consensus to be to applaud him like well i know that we have our differences about Obama that where we don't some people don't like him but overall we're going to miss him and we need to applaud that we need to applaud Obama because it's consensus that everybody ultimately is going to say that he's okay even though that's even though that's just a liberal set of beliefs to say well like Obama I know we're all indifferent about him but he we still love him right and uh but so if you're a blue president you're always looked on favorably the entire time you're president and then afterward is just the point that i'm making but um in the media not not in real life necessarily because in real life conservatives have as much say as liberals but in like i'm just saying in terms of the media so as much as you it only is a problem as much as you worry about the media's ability to influence people which i feel like they they don't anymore but it's just interesting that you look at the seal of approval that they give to that they give to some things to some shows but it's it's just like oh they the media took that one over so that you know to avoid it instantly if it's promoted everywhere the same the same thing with what the media uh says is the worst thing that you shouldn't look at the movies that they say are the worst like that hillbilly elegy is that what it's called you know what i'm talking about if that's not exactly the name but when that movie came out, The Atlantic, before I had even known that this was a movie, The Atlantic ran an article that, that Hillbilly Elegy is the worst movie of the year. And so I knew instantly that, oh, this is just an, this is just a movie that slightly 
was against media or something like it's slightly to the right and so the media is going to come out and say that they hate it get ahead of the curb to try to control the narration on a on a thing that doesn't agree with them entirely because the media media just likes agreement um with what they want and if you disagree with the media then you're an evil person according to them because they're basically just they're basically adhering to a really specific set of beliefs the same way that a religion does so that you go if you go against the media complex then they call you a sinner and all of their followers call you a sinner and all of their followers blame COVID, the covid pandemic on you that you're a trump supporter so you weren't wearing a mask and you spread the disease because you're ignorant because you're a sinner in the eyes of the media and their supporters and their supporters are uh, i mean their supporters listen to the media because they think that the media is right, whatever authority, yada, yada. And, and so, and, uh, and I, I, I apologize for that. I apologize for that. I really apologize for that. I apologize for that. Um, I really just, I really just want to take it down a few notches and, uh, just get into, Let's just get into the topic today because um, we need to. We need all to come together. Um, we need all to come together. I think it's what we need to do. Definitely, what we certainly need to do in this country that we haven't done enough of already, and we haven't talked enough about already, um, because nobody's ever talked about this, um, and nobody's ever brought it to light. The importance of um, coming together very much and uh, to the point that like people talk about it but they don't really talk about it so that we need to because nobody's really brought it up like how much it really means to actually come together on a topic because we all need to um, the point is that we all need to get together like ultimately but seriously so to the point that we understand how equal all of each other is so that because nobody's brought that up before and if like unless we start talking about it unless we start more of a dialogue unless everybody's dialoguing in the same way um, unless everybody's dialoguing in the same way about how we're supposed to be the same, then nobody, they're not going to understand how, how the same we all need to be. And like you definitely, um, the problem is that what we need to do a bit more is, is you just need, we just need to fall in line. You know, we just have to, whatever is given to us, we just have to accept it. And like, that's what people don't talk enough about. Like there's a lot of ignorance in this society where, um, people, people just, either try to be ignorant or they just end up being ignorant where they're not where they're just like closed-minded to the idea of being the exact same as everybody else and like that's a problem in our society where not everybody knows how that you're just supposed to fall in line and listen to all the directions that are given to you and not do anything on your own because you're just like because there's just a lot of ignorance meaning that there's a lot of people disagreeing with what's been handed down to them by authority and there's a lot of people that say that they might be able to be their own authority and that's just like that's just a big um that's a big problem in this country where people say that authority isn't necessarily always right and that there's there's instances in which you get to make the decisions on your own because there's a real problem in this country where people aren't dialoguing enough and so then what results is that people think that they can make their own decisions and like but that's only as a result of people not understanding how little value they have because they're not dialoguing enough they're not hearing enough voices telling them that they're the same as everybody else and they don't have their own significance value or differentiation from anybody else um, and so like, that's just a problem where people aren't like, people need to connect more and they need to give up more of themselves so that they don't ever say that they could make their own decisions because people just like, 
I mean, if the government, if if you're told to not go out on Christmas or on the holidays, like you, you should definitely do that because if you're not doing that, then you have an ego too much and you're just trying to be difficult. And there's a lot of people trying to be difficult when they try to make their own decisions or do what they want to. And there's just like, there's this problem where lots of people are trying to do what they want in this country and um, they're, they're just going out of their way to do what they are we're already going to do that would make them out of the way of other people because there's people that there's just too many people that think that they can go out of the way in this country where they don't go the way that you're supposed to because there's a lot of people that are that aren't controllable and it's like they're kind of making it a point to not be but they're not under people's control easily and so then they just go out of the way because there's some people that just make it so that they're different or they go out of the way and that's that's a big problem in this country when people aren't controllable and they aren't easily manipulated by what's been handed down to them that they think that they can make their own decisions or trust themselves there's this real problem in this country where people think that they can trust themselves enough to make their own decisions and just like go out of the way or like be wherever they want because there's people just driving wherever they want even though they should stay in their houses um because the the whole point is that when people tell you to stay where you are you're supposed to stay where you are and you're supposed to behave and you're supposed to follow the rules in every instance and it's always better to follow the rules and it's more mature and you're always a better person when you follow the rules and it's more progressive to stay the same and it's more progressive to stay where you are and not change anything it's more progressive to be a better listener to listen to pay attention to other people and give attention where attention is due and understand that attention isn't with you because it's more progressive to never have any anything that differentiates you or say that you're unique or special in any way um, because it's always more progressive to not say that you're worthy of attention or that you have outstanding characteristics and it's always better to say that um, you already know where you're supposed to be to know your place and know that knowing your place means staying in the same place, but that there isn't any free will that you might change what your place is because you should know your place and there's no rising in a, there's no rising up or down in a competition because nothing's competitive. And people should know when it's time to not be competitive anymore because when it's time to, to not be competitive, that should be pretty evident because we're all decided to be as the same as everybody else and so when we converse with each other we should know that we're not coming into any conversation trying to say anything or uh, offer anything to the world nobody's offering anything because nobody has anything to offer we should recognize and so it's just better that we all agree with each other and make a point to walk a mile in everybody else's shoes and especially in the shoes of the people around you and you should uh, donate more shoes to uh, other people and other organizations than you're donating now. It's probably the case that you're way behind in how many shoes you have to donate and how many other people's shoes you have to consider and that you, you definitely need to consider things in terms of shoes that other people are receiving instead of the shoes that you're wearing because don't show anybody your shoes don't make a point to collect anything or have a collection specific to you or represent yourself in any, any particular way because we're all trying to be the same here and uh make sure that you don't say that you're better or or uh make it so that people recognize you in the world because you're not recognizable anymore because you have to know that we're all the same and it has come time um, in society for all of us to agree so that we get rid of our desire to be recognizable because if you try to do that then you just are narcissistic or you have an ego because anybody who talks about themselves doesn't have any empathy automatically and they're probably just not doing their part to agree 
And um, if you're trying to be disagreeable, just know that it's time to agree now and that you need to walk a mile in everybody else's shoes. And that if you haven't walked a mile in someone else's shoes, that you have to go and do that and figuratively think about what it means to walk miles in their shoes, even if they're just in their house like everybody else. Uh, Just picture what it's like to walk a mile within the walls of someone else's house, but of everybody else's house, as many people as you can imagine, because it's only as many people as you can imagine other people like their lives that you're going to live at all. You can only live through other people's shoes. And the only miles that you can go anymore are the miles walked in other people's shoes. And you can only you can only live vicariously through other people and just try to perceive the way that they live life and try to. Uh, and just try to assume what it is that they do, assume their intentions and assume the life that they're living so as to see, just see through your eyes what they do, even though you wouldn't have the opportunity to be accurate in doing that. Just assume things that somebody else does, walk a mile in their shoes and just interpret from your own perspective what they do, even though you wouldn't be able to just walk a mile in everybody else's shoes and just figuratively think about what they do and consider from their perspective and Um, If you didn't walk a mile yet, just make sure that you put on shoes that are other people's. Stop considering your shoes. Don't even walk a mile in your shoes. Take off your shoes. If you think about walking in your shoes, don't walk in those because you need to understand that other people are the same as you so that you don't think that you're not the same as other people because what what isn't different is um, everything actually because everything is the same. And so at the point that you're thinking about your shoes or your possessions, you're just thinking about how much money you like to make and it's better to know that you don't need or want any money or want anything or that you're not going to go in any direction that you uh that you motivate yourself to go toward because it's time to agree now and we definitely all need to get on board with behaving in line with what is to be listened to and rules that are to be adhered to and we need to stay within the boundaries of guidelines that have been handed down to us and things that have been handed down to us are the only way we can live our life and nobody knows how to live their life or look to anything within themselves to decide anything or take any action or initiative of their own accord so we just need to listen to whatever the authorities are saying because you're you're definitely worried about the world around you and you definitely had a bad 2020 and we we're definitely all very afraid right now and we definitely need to look to our authorities because they're the only ones that can tell us anything about life and life isn't anything if it weren't for the authorities that hand us hand to us on a plate what life is supposed to be because life is only literal and exactly as it looks around you and there's nothing to think about beyond what's right in front of you and there's nothing to identify with beyond what's right in front of you and just recognize that if you were something when you were younger like you play the drums in your teens and then you learn the fiddle in your 30s that you're always a drummer because it's what you are before is what you always are and the way that you the way that people already identify you is what's evident so you just need to be that because we're all we're all just trying to be rec- we're all trying to be obvious to everybody else so that nobody's outstanding or mysterious in any way everybody needs to be under control so that they everybody needs to even out their differences or things that make them unique or wants or desires that take them out of the normal pathways of society because uh, those things make them unidentified
identifiable and we all just need to stick to what everybody else already knows us as and stick to what's evident and only what's right in front of your face that's ever real and you don't ever get to go into somebody else's imagination or you don't ever get to imagine anything beyond what's already obvious and our body of knowledge as it stands now is always the way that it's going to be and we already reached the pinnacle of human existence and our ability to know things and knowing things has stopped we don't know anything new anymore because everything that we know already is the are the only things to know and the authorities are going to be over those things so we need to listen because the authorities can only be over the things that we already know so you can't just go out of your way to create new things that we don't know and there isn't anything new to be created and everything we've invented in all of human history has already happened so there's no progression and knowing that the authorities are telling you that our body of knowledge is as it is and everything's going to stay the same from here on out is what's progressive about society and that's what that's what you if you're going in that direction you know that you're being creative what you know that you're being creative when you're listening to everybody else around you and that's what open-mindedness is it's open-minded to just stay the same and become a statue and listen to what everybody is telling you and so it's just better that we all behave and i think the point is that when you recognize that um, behavior is meant to be good and there's only good be if you're behaving just know that you're not behaving if it's bad behavior because there's no such thing the only behaving that ever happens is good behavior and so you need to listen to make sure that you're following in line with good behavior because if you're behaving badly that's not behaving there's no such behaving that wasn't that wasn't within the rules and so if your behavior is outside of the rules you don't even exist you're not even even part of this reality and there's so many things you can do to just be not part of the reality if you don't follow the rules and guidelines of the reality that's been given to you so you don't want to not exist in reality right and it's not like if you're doing anything other than what all the authorities already tell us is true that you are even doing that thing it's not like when you go outside of the guidelines of reality that you're able to create your own or have any say over the way that the world moves or evolves so why don't you just stay with what's been given to you and stay with our body of knowledge and know that facts are given to the factual minded people and that you're not factually minded if you have deviations off of what already exists if you make new things and you're not very fact-minded and just know that a fact is always a fact and if it is a fact we can guide our life by that forever because facts always stay the same in science and in math and in every single and in philosophy every single academic body all facts always stay the same and the things that we know right now we've known for the last 7,000 years because facts always stay the same and don't change in any regard so uh, just know that if you're going against a fact that you're not even pot that's not possible and uh, you just need to fall in line and make sure that you're listening to the people that need to be listened to because you're not so somebody who is to be listened to if the rest of the world doesn't automatically doesn't by consensus agree that you're to be listened to and if you're a lower rung member of society you don't have any authority to speak and you don't have a position in life because we operate in a caste system that has many layers of caste and you're you're at the bottom rung if you're not in authority over anything and so you have no you have nothing to say and no ability no authority over creative interpretation because you're just a lower rung member of society and not people don't have any say regular people have no say and nothing things democratic so you just you just understand that the leaders that are already in place and politicians figureheads as we've deemed as we've put them up there are the people that get to decide everything and even though they don't change anything they're always the people that implement all the changes in society and they're always going to lead you and if you 
if you need a better leader, you're just going to find it through politics because it's only political leaders that can change anything. And they're our heroes and our gods. And you should look and they can definitely save us from everything, all calamity that could befall us. And it's only through political pathways that we can democratically change our society because politicians change so much. So if you're looking for something better in life, it only come through politics or through the leader or in banking systems like uh, complexes that are already in place. And the media will tell you what to do. And the media will tell you what's new about your fucking life you dumb bitch so listen to the fucking media because they're always true and they're always right we all we all respect the media we always will forever they've been the same body and entity for the last 50 since they were incepted and since before that they already existed in our hearts and minds even before media organizations existed and so they always have the power to tell you what's new in your life even from before they even existed and they will long after you're dead and long after they're dead because the media exists forever and they're always true and facts are always true and the media holding on to facts is them having authority over facts and they're the only ones that get to have that and it's only facts as taught to you by them that we get to accept as facts and so the media is always true and if the media wasn't true we wouldn't have any life or anything around us because everything would crumble there's no structure possible without the media because the media defines structure defines reality for us defines definition the media gives us everything so we have to always listen to them but is it that drastic i don't know is it that drastic I mean, I sp- I speak about um, agreement versus disagreement. Is it that drastic? People, is it that difficult to disagree? Is there that much going against you for you to just speak and speak out against a vaccine or something? I mean, you can speak out of against a vaccine in most cases. Like oh, Twitter only pulls so many percent of accounts that they find that they find that they don't like. Won't you all just agree? Can't you agree? Can we agree in society? Can't we all find that every one of us is the same as everybody else? Why don't you just fall in love with every person that's around you and stop saying that you're different? Just get get a spell cast over you by every single person around you and just be sucked into each other's reality. Stop maintaining your own reality. Stop positioning yourself as different. Can't everybody agree in society? Can't we all just take this vaccine and go into sedation land and fall asleep? Can't we all just fall asleep and just listen to what the leaders tell us about population control? Why don't you, why, well, maybe a few people could just kill themselves as long as we're afraid of overpopulation. Can't everybody just go to sleep and die and recognize that they're only good for dying. Can we all just agree? Hey, why doesn't everybody agree to what the media says? The media is telling you things. If you disagree, the media, I mean, if they're telling you that this vaccine is very healthy for you, you know it's healthy because they tell you only good for your life. The media only tells you what's good for you. And if anything bad happens to you, it's, it's because you deviated from what the media wanted. And if anything bad happens from you, it's because, well, maybe you just fell into alt-right racist behavior. And if you don't listen to the media, then you're a racist. Then you're the worst possible thing that we could label you in this given year. If you don't listen to the media, then you're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're deplorable. You're evil. You're a backwards, like, inbred 
moron. You're an idiot if you don't listen to the media. You are everything that you don't want to be if you don't listen to the media. So make sure you agree to what they say. And if they tell you about a vaccine, it is 100% effective and very good for you. And the good people were kind enough to create this vaccine. Why don't you recognize the kindness and compassion of your wonderful leaders in the media complexes because they know it's good for your life and you don't know fucking shit about how you can decide your own life or what's good for it. So why don't you listen to what the media says now because otherwise you'll be a shitty person. So be a good person. Agree so that you can be good. Agreeing is always good, and if you wanted to be a bad person, then you're a racist, and if you wanted to be against the media, you are evil, you're you're all right, you're basically Alex Jones in every circumstance, and so make sure that you listen, but is it that way anymore? Is it that way anymore, really? The media is dead. The media is just fucking dead. Like I'm telling you about this, this seal of approval that they put on Saved by the Bell, Uh, that's just like everybody sees which shows you prop up when, especially when, then when you watch the show, it'll have like the same liberal messages that the media wants you to take part in. Like every basic cable channel, they, on all of their programming, they work in this, the radio, the stereotypical headlines and storylines you're supposed to believe as given to you by media reality. That's what composes, those are the ideologies that work their way into all the programming on cable shows now and so if you watch a cable show that was actually that's actually popular in 2020 like the bachelor or something you see that it's being that a cancer is growing in the bachelor type shows where they're where they're making it political in 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 the in an arena that nobody wants it to be political like these shows that shows that have stood for a long time become political because they're being poisoned by media messages and really the media is just like as long as you believe in it it's just that there are people that totally adhere to it and believe it and there are people that just stay the fuck home at every at every instance because they're worried they're actually worried about the coronavirus so it's not like the media doesn't have influence anymore it's just that like, uh, I wonder when we as a society completely put them behind us. You have to be old to think that the media is real at this point. You have to have lived your whole life with the media infiltrate, like whitewashing you with their propaganda. I mean, they're, they've been whitewashing you with their propaganda from the very beginning. It's just that it wasn't so much propaganda like when the media was younger. The media was younger, but they got older, you know? media got older and now all that they can do is return to things that they were in the past like like storylines especially from the 90s and like 60s through the 90s about racism the media can only identify itself with a racist time that's why they keep that's why they keep telling you racism is an issue in the country and it is the main thing that divides us and is the identity of America because as long as racism is the identity of America the media still get to still gets to be a significant part of the identity of America because they need racism in order to survive that's one of their main storylines for the course of their ex- entire existence because if there's no racism then they have no value anymore because that's like that's that's such a strong part of their identity. They, they, that's that's the media defending their identity. All the all the problems with racism, and when there's a big storm of uh, 
of media publicity for these police brutality events. Um, it's the media propagating it as best they can because they're defensive of their identity and need to live in a racist America. And so they're just rehashing headlines from the 90s as best they can and selling it to you. But like racism is one that still sells. So that one, that's one that they're going to go to. It's a cash cow for them. They're going to keep going to that well as because it's one of their part, one of the significant parts of their identity that still sells. Um, <clears throat> basically, uh, it's the same with when Hollywood doesn't have any more storylines. That's like them. Hollywood got old and now you see the dying process where they're dying. Like the die, the aging process is you going back in time to just identify yourself with things you previously identified yourself rather than saying that you can be new things into the future. That is the aging and the dying process is you going so like Hollywood, you see them dying because at some point they didn't have anything new to say and the only movies that they could represent themselves through are rehashed storylines or old movies uh, and remakes of old movies at some point. So they like they didn't have anything new to say and so they, they kill themselves way more than um, any of the viewer, in, any of the audience kills them. Like, it's public opinion that we decided, oh, we don't like Hollywood anymore. But really, Hollywood did it to themselves by not identifying themselves with anything new. And so they did it to themselves by r not representing themselves to be relevant in the current year. They lost relevancy and they did that to themselves. They didn't have any new storylines, but that's because that's just because the medium has a limit and it's some like it only has so much agency that it's able to survive and evolve for a period of time because it's a given entity that survives the same way a person is or like but it just at some point you die at some point civilization dies but it's kind of like a turning point for you is the point at which you have nothing new to say and then you just rehash your old storylines and old identities but you do that as a person too when you're like oh yeah when i grew up was the best time possible but the media does that by rehashing uh, storyline like most important news during the course of their existence and like they don't have anything new to say so you see the dying process happening with them just as much but like in and to the point that saved by the bell is a phenomenon when that's only a remake just because i mean they roll that out and promote it on every platform because they it's one of the few things they could stand behind to possibly be a phenomenon because there's not, not been any proper remake of saved by the bell from the original one so that's a new that's a new show to hollywood and to the media at this point is one that's never been remade before that was popular that's what's new is is things that are is things that are repeated things that aren't new are new and so that's uh totally backwards but that's them collapsing in on themselves like they you collapse in on yourself when all you have is old storylines to rehash to say that that's what you are because you're not able to be alive in the present if you're not if you're not distributing your communication through modern terms and modern motifs and modern pop culture then you're if you're not able to do that then you're not relevant if you're not able to recognize properly what pop culture is in the given moment then you become irrelevant and so like hollywood and media are unable to do that because they think that they can still sell you on uh on their ideologies they think that i mean the media still thinks it but whatever it's just like 
Can't you agree with please? Can't you please be more agreeable in society? Can't we all just go into our houses and stop talking to each other? Stop stop saying things? Don't you don't have you are a lowly person. The people that are on the screens can tell you something. You're not on a screen and until you're on one you don't get to say anything. But it's it's uh, it's on the screen. I mean, that's just true, though. That's just true. If you're not on a screen, then you don't get to say anything. But like, you can be on a screen. That's the thing. It's not so. It's not so like evil. It's just like uh, I mean, at the point if we're all supposed to accept a vaccine and then we need a vaccine as proof to go and buy things or something that you had to take the vaccine, then that's just then they're just trying to sedate everybody because they're. Because don't think that these people aren't evil enough to be interested in population control. Because people who owned the world in the 1930s and the people that own the world now are not that different from people who own the world in the 1930s. Uh, the people who own the world in the 1930s were all about eugenics and convincing the population that anybody lower than a 95 IQ was feeble-minded. And they had county fairs where... Uh, families competed with each other to prove their superiority uh, because America in the 30s was kind of interested in Aryan race type shit the same way Germany came to be and uh, like these people were into eugenics in the 30s and they're not like they're still they're still paranoid as fuck the people who own all the money they're paranoid as hell and they have to be like if you've amassed that much money that's just a ton of energy um just like uh and potential it's a ton of energy and potential that you're not using that you've just amassed that's just sitting around in your imagination so to speak it's just sitting around in your bank or like within your capacity to do anything because you convert money into action and uh like mileage and direction and activity you convert money into mileage and if it's just sitting around and amassed in within you then you just have this all this potential to do what you want and uh i don't know i don't know you uh let me the connection i'm trying to make is that here's the connection i'm trying to build for you as i'm talking is that being paranoid is the same as having lots of money but or like having lots of money can lead to paranoia because you have too much in your head like you have too much potential or like ideas potential ideas that you can use money for you have too much currency that you're not using on anything like so as to say that you're i but but they do use it on things it usually makes them more money but that's how they make more money if you're in the business but it, that's they make more money by investing it in things so it's not like they don't use it on anything it's just that they have an some people are a natural well of money production where they just keep receiving money based on their typical behavior like in regular life because they would have already invested in all these things that made them tons of money and so they're just they are putting their money out there they just can't help that they keep receiving more some people are just a, a spring of money and uh so it's like does that why would it would it make you paranoid if you just keep receiving money no i i feel like i i'm wrong I feel like I'm wrong because that paranoia is not necessarily connected with having lots of money because in my opinion being paranoid doesn't like it doesn't have anything to do with you uh 
putting yourself out there and you have to put yourself out there a lot to make that much money. Like Jeff Bezos has participated in a lot of activities in order to make that much money. He has to do shit all the time. So maybe he's not so much paranoid. So, so never mind. Forget the point that I was making. Hmm. So, uh, because sometimes you try to, you just try ideas out and then you see if they're, if that works. I would say, no, that doesn't work. Unless I think around it some other way later on. And, but, so the people that have all the money, I mean, if they want, I was saying that they were into eugenics. They, there's, there's a number of people that control the world. It's just like, it's just that sometimes your life might actually be up to the whims of a handful of globalists and maybe they're not as bad of people as possible like maybe they're slightly uh maybe they're becoming better people as time goes on and so don't aim to make to bring a lot of harm into your life like maybe they aren't inherently evil but maybe just the result of the things they implement looks really evil on the surface or something but maybe maybe our overlords are guiding us in a positive direction maybe we should agree you know look at me look at now i'm agreeing to the globalist agenda because they're because they're good they want what's best for us everybody's in this together everybody's good there's no outliers in terms of evil that like so much evil is going to befall us but here's the thing um, and this is actually sort of an unrelated point, but so we were comedic for the last 15 years, like so much stand-up comedy and so much, we've been inundated with so much comedy content that like even through advertising, advertising starting about the year 2003 became a big competition, um, between certain companies, but just every company to put out funny ads, like having a funnier ad that's funnier than every other ad became a bigger thing in 2003, where it's just like a humor competition. But that's just because the time period was a giant humor competition. That's what YouTube was. Everybody, everybody uh, tried to be funny through YouTube. And lots of people became popular through having a funny personality, but like funny as a characteristic is just something we value so much. Uh, like, especially 2005 to 2020 time period and as a result of everybody consuming so much comedy content and so much stand-up and like they're being stand-up boom and like a uh, lot like uh comedy clubs or were have been around but more of them and just like the prominence of the comedy club the recognition of comedy of a comedy club as an important social gathering place like in in the past 20 years like the the gathering that being one of the prominent gathering places in a community uh, being a comedy club or at least becoming more prominent and our just our consumption of all that, so much stand-up and there being so many stand-ups that are visible to you through netflix and hulu and like our ability to consume comedy has in like it boomed like in, increased so exponentially from like the 80s that everybody consumed so much of it and as a result i think people became funnier like to the point that we kind of rose above being funny a little bit because there's not there isn't so much to laugh at anymore but it's possible that it's possible that's just something you think as you get older is that like well nothing's funny anymore because only things were funny when i was a kid but there's but the humor comedy genre was really was really consumed like over there's a lot of overfishing 
uh what's the word like the industrialization caused there to be a, a loss of population like because there is so much overfishing of comedy that we uh that it's just that everybody became funnier in in our attempt to understand comedy everybody was like oh comedy things that make us laugh and uh and so we consumed lots of that and now it's to the point that we're almost more intelligent than laughter uh, hopefully, even though that sounds really dark, but the thing is, and here's the point I'm making, is that if that does happen, that is really dark, but that tragedy is like the opposite of comedy, and so the way that things evolve is that once you recognize comedy and your ability to, like, that you're intelligent enough to understand things that are funny, and if an entire society does that, where they rise above funny as a character trait, then your next step is to evolve into what the opposite of that is, where it's like the negative of comedy is tragedy, and 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 vice versa like the negative of tragedy is comedy because they're sort of like opposites but that's the way that you evolve is that you consider the negative of the same what what would be the same thing but how it exists and is represented negatively and so it's like you have to you have to go through the opposing idea in order to evolve further and so maybe maybe society needs to needs to understand the tragedy or the horror genre more and society will make themselves more horrific over the next time period because maybe that's maybe that's a new predominant genre in society that we're all trying to consume is horror so maybe society what you see with the pandemic is a result of the society trying to understand horror's place in our lives so we're all trying to make ourselves more horrific do you think that that's a possibility? Do you do you believe or agree with that take? Do we need to do we need to understand the horror genre now as after we've spent so much time consuming comedy? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. Is that what's possible for society? Um just make sure that you all agree to everything that's handed down to you and make sure that you fall in line because it's best to just believe everything you hear and only what's right in front of your face is what's true. And if you're making creative inferences to say that there's more than what's right in front of your face, then you're a fucking liar. So make sure that you agree and uh, comply. Comply endlessly and incessantly. Just comply. Be a complying person. Make it your defining your defining way of being is being a complier, being a listener, being a statue. Just don't move. Stop moving. Stay in your house. Listen. Be controlled. Be sub. Be subordinate. You need to listen to your superiors. They will tell you what to do. Stop walking around. You are controlled. That's your life. You live in someone else's dream. You have no say. Stop saying that you do. You don't have a voice. Listen to other people. Behave. Be under control right now and make sure that you agree to what's been given to you and stay in your fucking home because you we don't know what you're going to do and you're probably up to no good if you're going to be out. It's just like it's just like what the fuck is happening with this this attitude that's permeated our society and all the countries in the world that were like we have to listen like when did it become this thing where we have to listen to our parents and every like regular people adults are have basically been turned into children by the media and the higher up complexes that have the most say in our life they've made adults at 
adults in regular life into children because they're acting like everybody is going to go out and do bad things because they're afraid of they're worried paranoid and afraid of what their kids are doing they're acting like everybody's a child and that we just need to be controlled and stay in our homes because they're afraid and worried about what we're doing it's crazy um it's just like the world is run by someone's mom now all of a sudden like it's just run by someone's mom and someone's mom gets to dictate your life or whatever and uh um thank you for this message being heard by you and uh please receive it in some way receive it badly or goodly receive it good or bad just why don't you okay i hope you listen to all of this and you're like angry at me you're like oh but you still you still come back to listen to more like you're like oh he never has any fucking things to say what an idiot or you're just angry at me for no reason i hope i'm somebody who you can be angry at so you can be angry about something and make sure that you're never angry in society because maybe that would mean that you're not agreeing um because maybe you're voicing your own frustrations and emotions and like that's not really cool or kosher that's not good for you because you need to stop having emotions and you need to fall in line so that whatever emotions whatever your emotions are bringing you to do you just need to know that facts are facts and authorities tell you what facts are and there's no time for emotions and you're evil for having them so make sure that you fall in line but uh, i hope i'm somebody that you can be angry at just because you're angry because uh because maybe maybe i well, it's only if you attract that kind of attention, because sometimes there's people that walk around that just are a scapegoat, and they just act like they're a fa- they're a failure enough that they screw up enough things that you can blame them for anything. That's not what I want to be, but like I want somebody to be irrationally angry at me, like angry incorrectly. So they're like, oh, I'm pissed. Like I hope somebody misinterprets my words, but I that only I only get afforded the opportunity for other people to get in, misinterpret my words and get angry at me if I'm putting content out at all. And so I, that's, that's my responsibility. I deserve, I deserve to generate energy on the other end. If I'm putting out something, if somebody else gets angry or whatever. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll put out some other episodes presumably in the future and talk to you all on the down low. Goodbye now. <clears throat>